0: Hi, Ben. It's Ellen. Um, You could call me and reschedule. I'm really sorry.
1: The tricks that he does make magic feel like real magic. I wouldn't be
2: surprised if the next thing he does is fly around my apartment. Ben,
3: when are you going to release your book?
2: Ben, this is absolutely unacceptable.
3: Um, Call me back, you coward. It's living It Up with Ben Hyde.
4: Presented by Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
3: And here he is,
5: Ben Hyde.
1: Wow, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in today to uh, uh, another incredible and very special episode of Living It Up with Ben Hyde I'm your host Ben Hyde Um, and this is oh sorry Cinnamon Toast Crunch presents living it up with Ben Hyde we uh we're still in uh working out a, a, a deal with them to have them um uh sponsor our show and so just that's a a really um uh we're very excited about that so big things coming up in the world of Cinnamon Toast Crunch presents living it up with Ben Hyde Um, today's show is going to be about, um, something that, um, is, I think on all of our minds, um, as of late and it's, um, it's going to be, uh, safety, um, and, uh, not just, uh, personal safety, but, um, uh, well, really just personal safety, but I mean, safety of the world It's this is something that, um, came to my attention mm, a couple days ago. I was, uh. I was um, uh, driving down the street, and um, uh, on the road that I used to access my um, uh, apartment, there was trash all over the street. And um, I rode I just drove over all that trash and uh, said, "What? Well, what if I pop a tire? What if? What if something horrible happens um, uh, to my?" You know, to me, or to my car, or to my well-being, and so I started thinking I really need to do a show about safety, and on, and not only that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write about safety um, in my my ebook that I'm st- um, I'm writing. Um, again, this is the uh, ebook that's the um, 13 power moves to um, to uh 13 power moves uh, that's gonna really uh, teach you to live it up and to um, uh, like start living a, a safer life, I would say. I mean it's it's just something that you know, it's like I well what I did with the trash was I called 311 and they said, okay, well, we're gonna send someone out to clean it up, but it's been several days and the trash is still there and I just keep driving over and I don't know if my car is safe. I don't know if I pop my tires or anything like that. But um, I, I, I knew that when I came on the show today, I needed to talk about safety. Um, in off assets and so um, I brought on a very special guest Um, he's someone I met um, on vacation years ago Um, but he's also become sort of like a a close friend and mentor and he's always giving me safety tips and I'm just gonna get him on the line here hello Ted
4: hey Ben how are you good afternoon
1: okay so this is Ted Ted this is um, this is your this is Living It Up with Ben Hyde. So this is a radio show. I just want you to
4: That's right. Yeah, That's right. So... I'm, I'm 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 honored you're hosting me here on your program, Happy to be living it up with you here. Thanks for thanks for having
1: me on. Ted, you're a man who um and for those of us who don't know, you're a, a park ranger.
4: That's right. I've been a park ranger for about oh, 22 years now. Um, i got my start uh, living at home and uh, just you know always loved visiting the parks and cha- watching the, the change on the, on the on the colors of the leaves and um, i made it a goal to visit every national park and by the time i graduated college i um, i decided to, to sign up to be a national park ranger um, yeah and uh, i started working in, in shenandoah and that's where i've been ever since but I do like to visit other parks occasionally and, and get an idea of, of how other rangers uh, do their work. And there's certainly a, a number of lessons I've learned along the way. And, uh, right. you know, uh, I've learned a couple of hard lessons. Um, you know, right. Folks call me folks call me Bighorn. My last name's but, um Ted Bighorn. Big That's Horn. the only
1: name I've ever known you by.
4: Yeah, Bighorn. Nobody really calls me Ted. And, I, you know, I don't mind it. I like Bighorn. It's kind of funny. But uh, did I ever tell you how I got that nickname, there, Ben?
2: No,
1: I didn't even know it was a nickname. I just thought it was your real name, and so. Oh yeah. Oh
4: yes. Well, um, I I was a a bit of a a new newcomer to the National Park Service, and um, one day after a big storm, I I went to go check out a tree that had almost fallen over, and I put my Mm. noggin up in there, and I, I looked up at it, and I was waiting to see if it was moving or how the winds were blowing. And before I knew it, the thing came crashing down on me, almost turning my head into a tomato. Oh, very terrifying! And, almost turned your so head that, into a tomato. True, yeah. Would have been squashed right there and then. But um, it's from that day forward that I learned the lesson of uh, being sure that you're, you're taking proper precautions and, and, and taking your safety seriously. In so. that
1: specific instance, what would you have done differently with the tree falling at you? Uh, To
4: prevent getting a lump on my head and having this kind of silly nickname, well, I probably would have uh, just uh, been a bit more mindful of my surroundings and um, also about uh, how gravity works. You know, that tree was uh, about to to, to fall off its roots completely, and uh, I should have been on the other side of it rather than right under it. As a park ranger, don't you uh, think
1: maybe it was your responsibility to know if trees are about to fall down or not? Is the only oh, way yeah. to know if, once it falls down?
4: Oh, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'd I, I seen that it was in a, a bit of a destitute state, and I wanted to see how bad it was. And by the time I went to investigate, it was, uh, uh, by the time I got in the thick of it, it was already uh, too late. But uh, I could have done it differently, so I, I wish I'd been a bit more precautious and gone around the other side. But now, uh, you know, I look at it as kind of a blessing, Ben. Because now I'm able to spend some time here and uh,
5: hopefully oh. prevent others.
1: Ted, we're getting a call, and I, I think oh. would you mind answering uh, some some ta- safety tips? Um, Certainly. Yeah. So, um, Andrew, you're on the line. Hey there, Ben. Calling in from the Vinyl
5: District, right in the heart of Hollywood. I have some concerns.
1: Hang about on, safety. I'll make sure we're getting. The audio on correctly. <clears throat> so you're calling in. Uh, Ted, we have a caller from the Vinyl District in Hollywood, and uh, he has s- some concerns on safety. Uh, Andrew, what are your yeah, concerns?
5: Andrew. You know, when I'm walking down the street, or the sidewalk rather, where I'm supposed to be as a pedestrian, taking in all the, uh, you know, the cool celebrity stars and, and all the action on the boulevard, you know what I mean? Got yeah. all these tourists whizzing around on their little Bird scooters, right? Looking down at their phones, and it's really just not not safe.
1: Ted, you deal with tourists all the time. You must, in your uh, experience oh. as a park ranger. So, how do you how do you deal with tourists and making sure that when you're in when you're walking around, how can you be safe around other tourists?
4: It's the thing is, you know, there's only so much you can control, but you can certainly control your own actions. I'm also realizing,
1: sure. Andrew, you can't hear Ted at all, can you? <laughs> I can't hear Ted. You can't. He can't hear you at all. Hang on. So I gotta f- well figure out how I can do this.
4: Alrighty, that's fine. I'll wait until uh, I can uh, Andrew can hear my voice there. I can hear his beautiful voice.
1: That's fine. I don't want to get feedback.
4: Let me know whenever you need me to.
1: Andrew, up. can you hear him now? I,
4: I can, you can hear him now, Andrew. Andrew now. That's great.
1: Okay, uh, perfect.
4: Andrew, well, good, first of all, good to talk to you, Andrew. Um, thanks for thanks for the really, really solid question there. But I would uh, I'd say, you know, uh, you can only control your own actions. And unfortunately, folks are always going to be knuckleheads around you. So what you should really aim to do is, uh, you know, uh, be mindful of, of the steps you're taking and just be aware,s be very aware,s of, of what's happening around you, and and mindful of your steps. Um, I, you know, we've got a few horror stories in, in our business here. Uh, you might you might have heard that you know, you've heard of the geysers at Old Faithful in Yellowstone, right?
5: Folks I do know that. Yeah, I do know that big blowhole, right?
4: The big old blowhole. That's right. Folks, uh, folks are on their phones walking around the, the blowhole and. Uh, unfortunately a few years back somebody wasn't too mindful. They were on their Instagrams or their, their chat snaps and they were doing the doggy face and their Snapchat filter and well they slipped and fell right on the geicher and all the meat came off their bones and they uh, perished within within seconds. So uh, to avoid something like similar to that, somebody scootering around in, in Los Angeles uh, I'd say your best bet is to just... Uh, Duck and, and jump out of the way uh, if somebody's approaching you very quickly. Um, you know, mm. it really, awareness is, is the, the top thing to keep you alive there.
1: Um, how do you but, stay uh, aware all, all the time? I'll, I'll tell you this. Especially
5: uh, when I'm trying to look down and take my own Snapchatters and Instagrammers for the for the fans back home. You know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, my, would, how do you deal all my with that? Back you know? in the
5: Midwest, I don't get to see celebrity stars every day. I need to sure. document it. It's 2019, 2020. Oh, certainly,
1: it's 2020. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew, for clarifying. Almost forgot what I year we were in.
5: 2020, right? The year of he the scooter. Did. The
4: year of the scooter, indeed, and the Bluetooth and the apps and the this and the that. And the... Well, what I would say is, you know, um, you've got your selfie sticks. Uh, those seem to be kind of handy. Keep you aware of what's going on behind you and giving you a bit of reach there, Uh, but um, it's it's a good question. How to how to be mindful? You know, I drink about uh, about seven seven cups of coffee every day uh, throughout the day. I I think uh, a lot of us have problems uh, being awake and focused, and perhaps that's one part of it: getting a good night' rest. Um, Mm. uh, I don't have a a how
1: how much do you sleep each night, Ted?
4: Ah, uh, well, I, I like to I aim for about nine hours,
5: but... Uh, okay, and
1: Andrew, how much do you sleep each night?
5: Four to five, depending on if it's a full moon.
1: Yeah, so I would um, say, first yeah. of all, you, you need to sleep more, Andrew. You can't deal with... This is part of the problem. You're sleep-deprived. You can't deal with tourists on the street. Ted deals with it because he gets enough rest.
5: But I do yeah. eat my
4: breakfast. That's good. What kind of breakfast do you have, Andrew? Cinnamon Toast Crunch.
5: Sometimes if it's a weekend, and I'm spoiling myself. But normally, steel cut oats.
1: Okay. Well, wow. you know what, you, Andrew, you can do instead of steel cut oats, uh, take some a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, uh, pour some uh, boiling water into it, and and give it a good mash. It's the cinnamon oh toast uh, oat oatmeal. Ooh. Cinnamon toast oats. That's not a, that's, not a bad uh, that's idea. something that uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Um, wants me to talk about as well, that you can also turn it into an oatmeal, so. Ooh,
5: sounds yummy. That's,
1: yeah, so maybe if you ate that, you'd be able to handle the tourists better, I think.
5: So nine oh. hours of sleep, solid oat, or uh, cinnamon toast crunch oatmeal. Yeah. And,
4: uh. Seven cups of coffee.
5: Maybe with seven you. Seven cups so of coffee, head on a swivel.
4: Maybe. There you go, head on a swivel. There's nothing to it.
1: Ted, you're also an expert on bear attacks. And, Andrew, I don't know how many bears you encounter in Hollywood, but it does seem like information that could be useful for everyone to know uh, how to handle a bear attack. And, Ted, what's your advice on that?
4: Well, bears come in all sorts of shapes and sizes and flavors, and one thing that's universal among them is you don't want to run. You don't want to run. You run, they chase you. They get you. Your toast, your sardines. You, you
1: hear that, Andrew? You don't want to run. Andrew's a big runner, aren't you, Andrew? Uh,
5: I do run. I'm a big runner, but yeah. I've never right? had to run from a bear, other than some big teddy bears, you know, over in West Hollywood. If you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think we know. <laughs> what you they're
5: abundant in San
4: Francisco as well. I know what, what, uh, what you're talking about. But uh, did yeah, you ever I go to Henry San
1: Francisco? To the, okay.
4: You could give, you know,
5: unfortunately you don't want to... Andrew's from... Andrew,
1: where are you from? You're from that area.
5: No, I grew up right outside the Big Apple.
1: Uh, Did you really?
5: Oh, Oh, yeah. About that.
1: No kidding. Oh,
5: yeah. Just outside in in Connecticut. Yeah. So you're... The old Metro North. No bears on the Metro North.
4: Uh... Uh, See, yeah, a, squirrel? Not, not too See many. a squirrel
5: on the metro north?
4: Oh, they can get pretty big, that's right. Yeah, big some, bushy big tail. Uh, Ted,
1: have that's you ever true. had to kill a wild animal?
4: Uh, well, it's unfortunate, but I yeah. speaking of squirrels, I've had to kill a, a, a whole group of squirrels in my time. That's absolutely true. Did you
5: know in colonial America they used to have squirrels as pets like we have dogs now?
1: Ted, you wow. have pet squirrels.
5: Yeah, and I've, you kill them. Peace.
4: Well, so here's the thing. It's an interesting story. I,
1: I. I met flower. Ted when I met Ted. He had a a, a basket full of squirrels. Yeah. And you were wrangling my, them, and
4: my my jewel, my my sweet prince was Jonas. Jonas led my squirrel pack, and uh, you see, what had happened was, is that. When I started off as a ranger in, in uh, Queens, New York, I...
5: You ever I see, see those Jonas squirrels where... that go water skiing?
4: Oh, yeah, my Jonas, That's... he could do that. He could skateboard, Jonas? too.
1: Ted, you, don't, yeah, you don't water ski.
4: I don't, but Jonas does, my squirrel. He's got a tech deck. <laughs> and, and that... You remember those tech deck finger bards? The skate bards? Jonas yes. can, can, of course. can do an ollie. I could forget those. I think I miss those, but, uh... Jonas sounds yeah, like a pretty advanced squirrel. What
1: happened to Jonas?
4: Jonas is alright. He's, he's okay. He's, oh, he's, he's still a with you. Older. He's still with me, but... And what does he, he do now if
1: he's not je- if he's not uh, skiing?
4: Well, he just kind of just lies around the house. He You know, he goes Is it a and flying squirrel? No, unfortunately, no. He's, uh, he's a bit bothered by the flying squirrels. I have. They, um, they seem to keep harassing him. They're flying over him and bopping him on the head, and he's getting old, so he's not uh, he's not too thrilled about that. So, But I've come a long way. I used to have a hatred for squirrels, and then, you know, if you, if you can't beat them, join them, so now I'm a bit of a squirrel guy. <laughs>
1: wow. So there you go. So would you recommend um, uh, maybe as a... Do you ever use squirrels as personal safety uh, to protect yourself, Ted?
4: Absolutely not. Nope. No, okay, so it. definitely
1: don't do that. Okay. So, Andrew, I don't know if you know that, but don't bring your squirrels with you out uh, when you're walking down uh, the Vinyl District in Hollywood. So no guard squirrels?
4: Certainly not. Not safe for them. Certainly not.
1: Not safe for you? Not safe for the squirrel? Okay, Andrew, I yeah, appreciate you calling in. This friend. has been uh,
5: Hey, thanks everyone.
1: Really Yeah, I helpful. hope you I hope you learned uh, a little bit about how to be safe out there in Hollywood. So
5: I ho- hope you guys Andrew. have a happy and safe twenty twenty.
1: Okay, you as well, Likewise, Andrew. Take Andrews, care. God
5: bless you.
1: Wow. Uh, well, we was are a nice young man. It was very nice and In imminent danger as well so we wish Andrew the best of luck on uh, on wherever he's going Um, oops sorry I'm just getting getting some messages in Um, Ted uh, we want to know someone wants to know do you speak any Greek this is something that's actually pretty interesting about you Uh, you actually do
4: yeah. So star. Milau uh, alinika. So star. Um, uh, so folks often don't realize they hear my accent and they don't. Uh,
1: they don't know that you I... speak 15 languages. One of them being Greek.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. And I do speak Klingon and a bit of Elvish as well, and a bit of a bit of a nerd. But um, yeah, my last name is Butsaris, and I grew up in Queens, Astaria. So uh, I learned uh. to speak alongside English. Yeah. Um, uh, folks wonder where the accent came from, and I say this is a New York accent. What are you talking about? You know, but uh, yeah, Milawalinika, Um, I can, uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I speak Greek,
4: not as great as my English. Could you, Boschetto could you say
1: speaker, in yeah. Greek? Um, uh, watch out, watch out! The bear is eating my squirrel. Oh God, help!
4: Oh, oh, boy, that might be a bit of a difficult one for me. But uh, I thought
1: you grew up in Astoria, you speak Greek.
4: I, I do, but not a lot of bears in, in, uh, in Astoria. I uh, not very folks. Na naisa kala na mi perpatas konda sto uh, bear, is what I would say, which uh, most closely means I'd be very careful not to walk near the bears, is what I'd say.
1: <clears throat> um, That's
4: as close as I can get it for you. Spasmeno in Italinicamo, which means uh, my Greek's a bit broken.
1: Okay, we are getting more comments in. Um, Olivia wants to know: Ben, I need to know tips on how to tell if a door is locked or not. Locking doors is crucial to safety, uh, but sometimes it's hard to tell. Okay, Ted, you, um, I feel like maybe not qualified to answer this, you always leave your door unlocked.
4: Well, uh, you know, unless I'm doing a uh, breaking and entering, <laughs> which I don't, but uh, sometimes as, a, as, a, as, a, and as an extension of law enforcement, we do have to, to breach and enter a home. If God forbid somebody has been poaching or something, or, you know, uh, the best way to tell if a door is locked is simply by trying it, of course, and twisting the handle. But sometimes Mm. that's not the best way to do it. You got to give it a little push as well. So, um, you know, if it doesn't budge, your best bet is just to really kick it in. Kick Uh, it in? Yeah. I mean, so is Olivia trying to to make sure the door is locked or is she trying to enter? Uh, I I didn't want to make sure.
1: She asked specifically how to tell if a door is locked. Yeah, I
4: mean, so visually. And basically yeah. speaking, yes. a lot of locks, they have a vertical position or a horizontal position. Okay. And I've found that, uh, you know, these actually can differ. But most commonly, the vertical position perpendicular to the crown typically means that the door is locked. But uh, it's not always the case. So you want to make sure, you know, as we say with safety, you want to check all your boxes. So you want to check the door with your hand as well. You don't want to just... You don't want to just uh, how, many cool because, uh, how
1: many times? How many times do
4: you? I will give it a once over with uh, each each method, maybe about uh, two times, just to be certain. You know, uh, you don't want to assume because you know what they say—that makes a makes a keister out of you and me, right? So, right. Uh, eyeball the door, uh, test with your hand, and rinse and repeat. Push it a little, make sure it's good.
1: Wow. Um, yeah. And Olivia, I guess, uh, must be in a very specific... Maybe she's trying to get in somewhere right now, it seems. Uh, she's asking a lot of questions. How can you tell if a dog is friendly or not? So, hmm. well, Maybe she's yeah, gotten in. Yeah.
4: Well, well. Uh, so I, I'm hoping she's not breaking and entering into a home, you know, where some uh, I
1: don't think dog so. There. That would be illegal. Well,
4: Olivia, it sure would be. But in any case, Olivia... Uh, take a look at the dog's keister. Uh, If his tails are wagging away, chances are you've got a friend in that dog, you know? But uh, if the dog's tail's not wagging and uh, he seems to have a stern look on his face, maybe uh, keep a few paces away, maybe don't pet the dog.
1: I I have a question. How can you tell the difference? I'm not an animal person, but how can you tell the difference between uh, a dog uh, and a squirrel?
4: That's a pretty good question. Dogs and squirrels, very comparable critters, both mammals of the mammal family. Now, squirrels will typically be much smaller. There's a lot of dogs that are about the same size as a squirrel, but uh, squirrels uh, typically around, you're looking at about six inches or maybe a bit more in length. And uh, they've got big old bushy tails. I've never seen very
1: dangerous. All of these, all of these creatures sound incredibly dangerous and not safe. I feel like uh, Ted, you're living in a a dangerous situation, having these squirrels around, uh, these animals around you every single day. I know you love them. I know you take them out water skiing. I, I just, I'm, I. I personally fear for your safety um sure. so uh, truly i hope you um, uh, decide to uh, get, eventually get rid of these animals because um, they're just not safe
4: right well and having said that i mean none of us are perfect and uh, while i i cherish safety i've i've made sure to uh, live my life ensuring that uh, the safety of myself and my squirrels is guaranteed as best i can within reason you know uh that's the thing with life is you can't guarantee safety in every way but you got to do all you can to make sure
1: absolutely uh,
4: you're safe but you got to live your life at the same time and you got to live it up you know so i think that's
1: wow that's that's the name of the show full
4: circle yeah truly you got to live full circle there's balance in all things in life uh mr benjamin and you know, you want to make sure that uh,
1: you're having Absolutely. a good time, but but
4: having it within safe measures and taking precautions.
1: Okay. Ted, listen, I really appreciate you uh, uh, calling in and, uh, and, and uh, answering some questions and some safety concerns. And you be safe sure. out there. Be safe with your squirrels. I'm getting another call right now. Uh, it's from okay. Norris. And uh, uh, listen, Ted, take care. And uh, I'll see you Likewise, at the park soon, at the playground where we met. So. All right. All right, Sounds bye. Good.
4: Hasta la pasta. Okay,
1: bye. bye. <clears throat> Norris? Hi. Shoot, I really to talk. To the park representative? Oh, so I don't think your mic was on. <clears throat> you wanted to talk to the park rep? Well, he's... Park, park ranger, Ted. He, uh, I mean, I only booked him for a, a certain amount of time. He has to go out, and he's got to take care of these wild animals. and. Shoot, shoot. Why? What was your question? I think uh, it's possible I might be able to answer
2: it. Um. Yeah. Here, wait one second. Um. Okay. Sorry. Just stepped into a phone booth here. Um. Yeah. I just um. I don't feel safe. So I don't. Just kind of in general.
1: In general, you don't feel safe. Yeah. Like, yeah, like when you go to sleep, maybe you're thinking, is there someone else in the room with me and there's not supposed to be? Um, I guess that, but also
2: just like, I'm afraid of my bed. I'm afraid of like the sheets.
1: I see. You know, like, what are they up to? What are they up to? Um, Are th- is this my bed and are these my sheets?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, as someone who, um, I choose to live a life where I don't own any of the material possessions that are around me, um, I can, I can, um, certainly help you through some of this, I w- what I would say, fear that you're, that you're experiencing. Um, yeah, be great. I think the, I think the first, uh, thing to realize is that, one, uh, you're not in your own bed. These aren't your sheets. Your mm-hmm. name is not Norris. Mm. And once you sort of disown all of those, uh, yeah, yeah, those possessions in your life and those things that you are holding on to, thinking, okay, maybe this, this is mine, then you, okay, you're going to ex- experience a lot less fear. That's good. Sorry, I'm writing this down. Okay. Yeah, definitely write this down, and also, I mean. Ted's no longer with us on the line, but if you ever wanted to uh, reach out to him, uh, he often hangs out uh, at the playground around uh, Shenandoah Park, so.
2: Yeah, that's, I've been keeping, stop by there, but, things have been really busy lately, so.
1: Oh, what are you busy with?
2: Oh, I mean, um, I don't like, it's a little ghost, I feel like to get about it, talk about it on the air.
1: No, you can talk about it on the air, in fact, you should.
2: Okay, well um let's see. Uh I um as you may know, I'm um in the process of uh, transforming myself into a famous country music star.
1: I did know that. And uh for those listeners who are unaware, Norris, uh you have you are incredibly talented um, thank you so much at the I mean, that's too much. steel drums. Yeah. Famously. And also, but this this is a country album, so how does steel drums come into play? I don't really understand. Well, that's
2: the funny thing, is that, um, you know, the steel drum is, I think, the instrument that best replicates, um, the human voice and the human condition, you know? So, I mean, people talk about steel drums, they always think about reggae music, um, you know, right. but like, what, why should this kind of, like, sound be so limited to, like, um, you know, one genre?
1: Right, and you take the steel drum and you put it into country music. Exactly. No, um, I think you might actually be qualified. We're getting a question in, and as a musician, okay. I think you yeah. might actually, and a uh, songwriter, I think you might actually be qualified to answer this. Yeah. Um, what's the safest way to be vulnerable with your feelings?
2: Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah, I mean, for me, the process is um, I write out, you know, my diary, for example, like um, kind of like everything I'm thinking and feeling.
1: Uh, Keep a diary. That's.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you write it down there, and then you read it out loud, and then you transfer the kind of like sounds of those tones into the steel drum.
1: Ah, okay, so just as a a quick example, if I were to do this now, I would go, um, how come, um, okay, all right, here's one, I really hope that Ellen doesn't, Cancel on me tonight Because we're supposed to Meet up for dinner Um You slow down a little Okay I
2: really So that's like G F sharp G C sharp
1: And then what does that sound like On the like Bing Bong 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 That doesn't sound country.
2: But it's a little offensive To kind of like Try to mimic The sound of the steel drum your voice, it's kind of like a singular direction.
1: Okay, you know, but the, I'm the
2: steel a, drum replicates the human voice. The human voice does not replicate the steel drum, which is kind of why we like need the steel drum.
1: Okay, but I'm a radio host, and so um, the thing that people appreciate appreciate about me the most, I assume, is the quality of my voice and its many tonalities. Yeah, but it's, I mean, there's kind of like a whole history of this stuff, and I,
2: I just don't think you know what you're stepping into right now. Like, I don't know. It could be smart just to kind of like change topics, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, we can shift topics, I would say. Um, is this being, this I mean, this, playing this steel, steel this drums recorded, in right? country music is a very interesting and unique and expressing uh, your emotions uh, into steel drum sounds is, is very you. interesting. Can I do. It? Can I do it? quick plug yeah of course
2: um Kingston Tennessee the hit steel drum country music album by Norris uh comes out um February 12th so pick it up at um uh, Sam Goody or um Tower
1: Records or whatever Okay. CDs Norris like we said this is gonna this is gonna be like like ten dollars for every thousand listeners so just okay. I mean I hope you have the yeah, money sure, for that. Sure. Not coming up, uh, okay, sorry. Well, Can't just, just come on the show we, and just Can we just know. talk about this like
2: a little bit later because I'm a little like tight on cash. I just had to get like a new steel drum.
1: Mm-hmm. Norris, something that's interesting about you is that you drive a lot and you live in New York City. Yeah, famously. Uh, do you ever get concerned about your safety driving through New York C- City? Um. Do you?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, a thing that I've been noticing a lot recently. Um, there's uh, there's like a new kind of like viral trend. I think this is like a TikTok thing. Hmm. Um, and it's called like um, midnight cowboying someone. And so What is that? Will, what, is, what is what is kind TikTok? Of, like, it's. I, I don't quite understand myself but these scenes will kind of like run out into the street and
1: hit the hood of your car and say I'm walking here okay like I mean it's funny yeah
2: you know the first time right but you know you're like suddenly this like 10 minute trip to the Wegmans it's like you have like
1: 40 kids you know every intersection there kids just like waiting and watching with their friends to like film it Wow! So that you—well, you're, so there's a whole group of them coming out and hitting your hood.
2: Well, usually it's just one, but like they're kind oh, of like just one. The kids will be like filming it and like laughing on the side and kind of like laughing
1: at you. Right. Maybe Norris, so, sh- maybe what you should do is um, pretend like you don't even see them because you're texting.
2: That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny because I am texting, but
1: but I would like. By the way, pretend. one of the safest ways to text is when you're in your car because no one is, no one can read what you're what you're writing around you. So yeah, I that's I always I advocate a lot of
2: my like, kind of like diary writing like this music process that I was describing earlier.
5: You text it to yourself. Yeah, or I'll just be typing it
2: in the notes app. You know, you can't do that on the subway.
1: No, you can't do that. You can only do that in your car, and only when yeah. your car is stopped. And more specifically now you can do it when your car is stopped and people are banging on the hood of your car recording you and laughing at you and then posting it online to humiliate you. Yeah, Um,
2: and, you know, I mean, I think it's funny, too. Like, they're not laughing at me. Like, we're all laughing. Yeah,
1: but what I'm saying now is don't laugh. You laughing is you making yourself vulnerable. Mm Mm-hmm you understand and that's that's where like the safety aspect comes in because once you're vulnerable you're not safe yeah that's that's true you should also um i'm just thinking off the top of my head you should also make sure your doors are locked yeah
2: so and is there any particular like time where that's a good like thing to do
1: um i think um, uh, maybe if you're driving through a neighborhood you haven't been in before.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of, like, look at, find someone on the street, make eye contact yeah. with them, and then lock the door, and they'll know not yep. to come up to your car and tick tock you.
2: Yeah, that's kind of a threat. Yeah. I'm, like, shaking a little bit in fear, and I kind of, like, look them in the eyes very cowardly and kind of just, like, reach over and, like press the switch you know four or five times
1: right make sure you have power locks Norris. and if you're does your car have power locks uh yes Toyota Prius wow really nice car yeah 2009 so pretty good pretty good so I mean a car like that people are going to want to bang on it and record that
2: yeah unfortunately no kidding that's kind of how it is it's like 2020 so um this is great advice. Is this, this going to be in the ebook?
1: Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna uh, just go after the show and, and and keep working on that ebook. So everyone I'm keeps asking me. Yes. Everyone keeps when it's gonna come out. And so, I, I uh, mean, you know, I
2: have my pre-order in.
1: Oh, you have your pre-order in? Oh
2: yeah, it was worth every. You know, it's like it's, you know, 45
1: bucks is a lot of money, but like it's worth it. Okay, well, that's just for pre-orders because when it comes out, it's gonna be more than double that. So. Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, this is like a. An
1: but, and I guess I'll do the plug now. Even though um, the thirteen power steps cost thirteen hundred dollars, um, it is that's at a hundred dollars a step, the power move. Sorry, a hundred dollars a move. I mean, whatever I eventually decide to call them, uh, that's a tremendous value. And yeah, uh, so when that comes out, definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Instagram it, um, cause the Instagram is up and running. Norris, I don't know if you noticed that, but, uh, for the oh, show, the Instagram wow, is up and running. And then also, uh, the podcast, uh, oh, is up and running. i so those. I'm still very confused about what a podcast is. Yeah, what um is that? I don't know. I'm only used to this format, which is live Facebook, uh, Radio streaming—that's the yeah, only, yeah. and so people are like oh what's a put your stuff put your show on a podcast. I'm pretty sure it's going to be uh, uh very similar to this show. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And where
2: where do where do I find a podcast?
1: To be honest, no idea. I mean, I I yes. someone people keep saying put it on uh, the podcasts app. And, uh, okay. but I went into the podcast app and tried to upload it and it didn't work. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you.
2: Okay, great. What about I have Spotify? Is it on Spotify?
1: It is on Spotify. Everybody, Living It Up with Ben Hyde is now available oh, yeah, just- on Spotify as a podcast in podcast format. Of course, you won't be able to listen to us live, but that's okay. Um, if you ever did want to listen to us live, we are live, uh, right now we're live, uh, yeah. on yeah. right facebook.com backslash LA Greek Hebrew Radio. And uh, be sure to, uh, if you're listening to this maybe in the podcast after the show, know that we are live uh, every Wednesday at uh, noon Pacific Standard Time. Because um, we are is, here in Los so Angeles. I'm, a, I'm, I'm
2: listening to a podcast now. I'm going to.
1: I think this is the podcast. I'm very oh. confused, but, but we are live. Okay, but this is the podcast, also. Yes. Okay, uh, Norris, any yeah. uh, last safety concerns? This is an episode on on safety, on personal oh. safety. Uh, I, on safety, we went over uh, sort of you know generally what you were experiencing, which was uh, not knowing who you are, what bed you're lying in, and if the things around you uh-huh. are yours. We solved that problem by letting you know that they are not any of your things. Yeah. Um, uh We solved the issue of uh, people tick tocking you in the car. Yeah, people, yeah. yeah. and we also talked about how you can take your expressions and your vulnerabilities and turn them into steel drum music. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is, I mean, that's like a little tip for the viewers, but, um, yeah, I
2: mean, just everyone check out, um, this isn't going to cost you more first of the game, right? Yeah. It's going to? Yeah.
5: Okay, well, um, just go back uh, um, like 10
2: minutes in this episode right now and just kind of listen to that.
1: Okay, so I don't, I don't. I I think in a podcast there is a rewind feature, but of course we're live now, so no yeah, so one can actually uh, rewind and, and listen to that. But 10 minutes or so. Norris, any other anxieties in your life?
2: Um, nope, just kind of a general fear. But um, this has been very helpful.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Do you think you are now living it up?
2: You know, I think if I were to say yes, then I wouldn't be a listener. You know, it's, uh, it's every week I get a little bit closer.
1: Huh. A little bit closer. Norris, Norris was also on last week, weren't you Norris? I'm sorry, I'm just a big fan. How's that heart problem?
2: Uh, Things have gotten uh, a little bit worse, but. Um,
1: That's part of the process.
2: Uh, Save, save that for next, next week I guess <laughs> if
5: I'm still around you
1: yeah. know. Norris we certainly hope you'll be around because if you're not uh, who's going to call in I, I yeah. truly wonder so yeah well I mean yeah this, this show means a lot to me
2: so um, yeah just if you
1: don't hear anything then just know that I guess Norris uh, appreciate your time today appreciate you calling in with your fears oh we're getting another caller already who knew okay Okay. bye hello this is uh ben hyde and you're on living uh, it up with ben hyde
3: hey this is uh alec Vossi. i just uh thought i'd call in see if i could be a part of your show
1: alec thank you for calling in Alec, uh, everybody is a, a very close friend of mine, and uh, you live in one of the most dangerous places on earth. Alec, you live in uh, where?
3: I live in Chicago, Illinois. Oh you my know?
1: God! Uh, scary. One of those places I would never go to. So, if you, if anyone has concerns about their safety, it's going to be you. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me?
3: Sorry. Could you say that again?
1: I said can make me shot into the microphone <laughs> i said if anyone is going to have concerns about their safety it's going to be you can you hear that
3: yeah yeah yeah. i mean i would agree uh i can tell you i've been robbed three times uh with the assumptions of guns being involved but thankfully i've never had to uh, have had one pulled on me but uh since then i've learned a lot about how to stay safe and uh yeah, I, I would just love to share, you know, my experiences with you all, just so nobody else has to go through that.
1: Yeah, I would. I think we would all love to hear your experience with how you uh, experienced um, a very tremendously unsafe situations, and then turn them into uh, safe situations. So go ahead, right. Alec. Right. Right.
3: Um, well, so I think the biggest thing I've learned is how to make sure your door is locked. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I always think that, you know, someone is trying to lie to me and like keep the door open or, you know, someone's forgetting that they've left the door open. And so I've developed a system where if you check the door multiple times after you leave. So, for instance, this morning I left the house and um, I doubled back to make sure nobody had come and unlocked it while I was gone. And so that way I was certain that the door was locked.
1: Um, so you were leaving, and then you came back, and you said, "Oh, I don't. I'm not sure."
3: Yeah, but don't don't limit yourself to just checking once. I mean, it helps if you come back like three or four times to make mm. sure that it's actually locked, because uh, you never know. the The world is out to get you.
1: If you and never uh, know, even after the fourth time, how do you know that your door is locked?
3: I mean, at a certain point, you just have to trust. You know the process, right? And uh, if someone is willing to come after the fourth check, it's kind of you know their their will to win is going to beat you every time. So,
1: oh, so this fourth this fourth check is uh is like these checks are are sequential, or you're leaving and then you're coming back and and check like you're you know maybe going to the I don't know what you do in Chicago, but uh, (laughs) eating pizzas and then you come back. And then you you check again, or are you you leaving and immediately coming back?
3: I switch it up. So like today, for instance, uh, I got about 10 minutes away from the house and my stomach started to tell me the door's unlocked, the door's unlocked. Right. So I doubled back. Um, Usually that intuition is correct. So even if I'm a half hour away, I'll still drive back to the house just to check the door because, you know, I value my possessions and uh, I've worked hard for them, so I didn't really want
1: to give them up I, I mean what possessions do you really have that anyone you know wants I guess is, you know if, well, people, if people keep coming there must be something good so I my personal advice would just be don't have anything of any value I mean you, have you thought about doing that
3: I, I've thought about it but like I want to live my life and uh I want to have the things that I want. I don't want the criminal to basically direct what I should own,
1: um, right? Because so, then the criminal wins. I see what you're saying. Then yeah, the criminal exactly. wins. Yeah. Exactly. And um, what was what was stolen from you previously? Well, um, I'm a big filmmaker here in Chicago, and wow, so show business. I, this is a yeah, big theme, yeah. big theme on my show. Just want all my listeners to know that I'm very involved in show business, and all my friends are very involved in show business. So, um, so just reiterating that I'm, I'm a big deal. Okay, right. just want all my listeners right. to know that. Right, and I mean we had to, you know, work to schedule
3: this, so this wasn't necessarily like an easy call to make. Um, I'm actually in the middle of a photo shoot right now, so I'm glad we could find some time to talk about it, but. Um, The first time I got robbed, I got robbed of uh, some film equipment, which uh, was a bit of a painful experience. Oh no. Uh, But but the stuff that I had has a high resale value because it was very valuable. Yeah. Uh, And so
1: the the criminals identified me as a person of interest based on my work and my profile. Right, your Instagram. um, That's why it's dangerous. Gonna throw that, dangerous to have uh, public profiles.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I live big on the Internet, and um, that's another thing I don't want the criminals to dictate. And so usually what gets stolen is stuff like that, you know, high-priced high items that, you know, on the black market those, those criminals just clamor for. And um, without it, I wouldn't be able to work. And so it's sort of a catch-22 there. So in regards to your advice to, like, maybe not own expensive things – it's yeah. just an impossibility for me. I've got to own these expensive things if I want to keep living the life I
1: live. Right, and uh, and you should keep living the life you live because you're a very uh, famous filmmaker and photographer, and uh, and you need uh, to to stay relevant and to you know it's dangerous, of course, to have social media and to post about all of the things that you own and inv- inventory so to speak, of all of your equipment on social media, and also to, um, you know, uh, you, like, leave lists of all of the things you own just sort of, like, in your car, so if anyone were to walk by, they would know what's in your house and know to follow you home, which I'm assuming is what happened, um, sort sure. of, in the industry, I'm they're sure. called equipment lists, and uh, and you may have had that in your car. Um, Oh, Olivia wants to know, Alec, I don't know if you can answer this, is it safe to take Kratom and Dayquil at the same time? Kratom, if we don't remember everybody, because um, we are live, is, uh, is a, a supplement that we talked about. Uh, Norris brought it up several shows ago, and I guess, uh, Alec, you have a little bit of knowledge on this, uh, on this uh, supplement as well?
3: You know, this is um, a combination that I've had some apprehension to try. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's no documentation as to what the relationship between kratom and dayquil can do to somebody. So personally, I've chosen to avoid combining the two. And you know, uh, I was sick, and you know, kind of still am, am sick from my uh, you know rigorous work schedule. I don't get a lot of downtime to recover.
1: Absolutely not. No, there's no way, and you don't deserve it either. You right. deserve you to stay to- busy. No, I- I've always yeah, said that. I
3: need to keep working. So I, I have not. I've avoided the combination, and I've decided just to uh, stick to plain old kratom,
1: and skip the day club. Okay, so everybody, um, I, I think you know, not a lot of people know what kratom is, or even uh, care to ever find out. But uh, generally speaking, if you are taking some sort of supplement. Uh, Alec is saying, uh, "Don't take any sort of day or Nyquil." I would. I'm gonna add Nyquil into that mix as well. So, um, so Alec, thank you so much. And you can trust Alec because he's been robbed several times. So, I mean, he's yeah. a guy who knows safety. Yeah. I
3: mean, the only way you learn is through experience and, um,
1: that's right. So, I mean,
5: s- having said that, now,
3: I will never yeah. be robbed again. I will never be
1: robbed. He's again never going to be, gonna be robbed again. By the way, what's in your car right now?
3: Um, what's in my car right now? A bunch of cameras, um, and some, you know, lighting equipment, uh, very okay. high price tag items.
1: Okay. And where are you in? Are you driving right now? Or are you in your car? Or? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm driving right now. I'm driving to set, um,
1: where are you, exactly, specifically? Just in case we have any listeners in Chicago that want to come say hi. Yeah,
3: I'm at Cermak and Western.
1: Cermak and Western. I uh, just want everyone yeah. to know that uh, Alec is driving. He's at Cermak and Western. That's in Chicago, and he's driving with uh, a lot of uh, cameras and lights and high-priced high, high uh, high-priced items. And so if you wanted to uh, come find him, come say hi. Uh, I'm sure he'd welcome that as well because um, sort of that's sort of like the celebrity effect of uh, being on a show with right now we have I don't wanna I, I feel like I always freak people out when I tell them how many people are watching. We have two people watching so I just I um yeah so find come find Alec yeah you know I'd, I'd
3: welcome the opportunity to show off my ability to no longer
1: be a victim all right. Listen, Alec, thank you so much. I have uh, one final guest, and uh, and I want to give uh, her a call right now, and uh, I think everyone appreciates your uh, special uh, safety tips. Ben, I
3: want to thank you for allowing me to be a guest on your show, and I hope this isn't the last time.
1: Absolutely not, and also if you uh, ever want to you know, plug your films or whatever you're working on, um, I have a very reasonable... A very reasonable rate, so we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, our people will talk. I'd, uh, All right. I'd love oh, to course. talk about that. All right, Alec, take care, and I, I definitely hope you don't get robbed by a mob of our three listeners. So, okay. Then it won't happen. Nope, never going to happen again. We know that for sure.
3: We know that. All right, well, have a good day.
1: Enjoy. All right, Alec, take care. Bye. Bye. This is, um, a very this is a sorry, I have to use my phone to do this myself. My producer's uh out of town at the moment. So the very uh surprise guest sort of at the end of the show. Hello. Hey mom.
6: Hey man, how are you?
1: Hey, Mom, you're uh, you're on the air. You're on live. Uh, this is Living It Up with Ben Hyde, and uh, you are uh, on L.A. Greek Hebrew Radio.
6: This is my first time. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on. Mom, I
1: wanted to call you because today's show is all about safety. Okay. And I thought, who better to have safety tips uh, than a mom?
6: That's right. You're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, we've already talked about uh, how to prevent bear attacks, how to um, uh, not get your stuff stolen when you're on the streets of Chicago, and uh, I just thought maybe you might have some uh, some safety tips as well.
6: Sure, I do, I do. Um, since you've already covered bear attacks, I'll try to think of some other things. One of my favorite safety tips is to wash your hands.
1: Oh. Now, why would I ever do that?
6: Well, um, because it prevents the spread of germs, which can prevent illness. But you never
1: taught me to wash my hands, so I don't. I never tell you to wash... I don't. I never wash my hands.
6: I'm a terrible mother, then, if I did not give you that basic... No, I wouldn't say
1: that, but it's, you know, I don't wash my hands. Well,
6: I'm... I, I would never tell you what to do, but I... I just highly recommend that it's uh, it's a good basic It's a good basic. Um, well, I have another yeah. safety tip.
1: Okay, we want to hear that.
6: Okay my another safety tip is uh, don't answer the door to strangers.
1: Okay. but I don't always know the person who's delivering my Amazon package and I sometimes need to answer the door. What would I do in that specific instance?
6: Hmm. I guess maybe get to know them first, and then answer okay. the door. Okay. How
1: should I get to know my Amazon? This is very interesting. How should I get to know my Amazon uh, Prime delivery person?
6: I should I, I take I, them I just, out
1: to dinner, or like what's the?
6: I would say that, but then there really isn't time, so maybe just a small conversation through the oh. door. Oh,
1: mom, hang on one second. I'm getting I'm getting another call. Hi, Ellen. Oh. Hi, I hung up on my mom. I wanna I wanna get her back on the line. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi mom, I was just getting another call. I'm gonna merge you guys in. Hi mom. Uh-huh. This is my friend. this is my friend Ellen, and she was just calling in to uh, confirm plans for later. But mom, maybe you want to also like uh, 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 give Ellen a safety tip. Uh, Ellen gets a lot of uh, Amazon Prime delivery packages, and she doesn't know my mom. Ellen, my mom was saying, don't answer this uh, door for strangers. Uh, uh-huh. Maybe get to know the driver first or the delivery person first. Um,
0: but yeah. I do. I get so many
6: packages all the time.
1: Yeah. So, mom, what should she do? What should we do?
6: Well, um, if if you have to open the door, and the dr- you know the driver won't just leave the package. Yeah. I'm just suggesting a small conversation where you get to know the driver. Just ask some basic questions.
1: Yeah. What's your name? Things like. Where do you live? Your address.
6: Your address. If I open the door, will you kill me? Just. The okay, basics. You should ask oh, okay. Them yeah. Yeah. Do yeah, yeah. you see what I mean? I'm well, just, I never you know. thought of that
0: before, yeah. but I guess that's a really
6: good way to cover the bases. Yeah. I'm just a mom. Just a mom with some ideas.
1: Maybe something yeah, else, no, mom, bit... you can <sighs> do yeah. that, so nice. that. I can recommend yeah. for Ellen is to um, is to uh, hold a knife out uh, when you when you ask that question, just so they know that you um, you are able to protect yourself. So you answer the door, you're holding like a kitchen knife, and you say, "Are you going to kill me?"
6: Uh, I like that. I like
1: that. I also have yeah. mace. Mace seems like yeah, a good alternative. Good. I, yeah. but don't ask, just spray. Yeah. yeah.
6: Right, and just then spray? just grab the package. Spray and grab the package. Yep.
1: Spray and grab the package. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That's I just tipped. wanna okay. Yeah, that's yeah. tips from my mom, everyone. Uh mom, sorry gonna have to ask you to hang up so that uh Ellen Ellen can uh confirm plans. Confirm for your plans. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for being oh on gosh. and and uh appreciate it. Thanks mom. We'll talk
2: thanks, to you later. Thank
6: you so call. much right. for the right. advice. Oh my pleasure. Anytime. All right, All right, bye. bye
2: bye. Oh I
6: love
0: your mom.
1: I can't hang up on a merged call, so I had to ask her to do that. It's <laughs> situational, but it's um anyway, Ellen um Yeah, I just wanted to check and make sure that we're going to get dinner later, so.
0: I can't. I'm so sorry. I have to go buy a new microwave tonight.
1: A new, what's (laughs) wrong?
0: Well, I don't have one, so it's not, it's, like, going to be a very mentally trying time because I don't believe in microwaves, but I have to get one for my boss. So I just, it's just going to take a lot of time. I'm going to have to, like, send him like, every picture. Of like every microwave that's in the Target store, and figure out which one he wants and the yeah, color sound and the like dimensions. It's going to take, take
1: a lot of time and mental energy. No, I understand. At first, I first, I'm going to be honest, I was <sighs> very so upset, sorry. and I do think that I'm going to take these feelings and write them down and then um, put them into the sounds of a steel drum later, just after the show. So, you know. Oh, okay. I just want to. I mean, to that sounds that.
0: Uh, that sounds a really good way for you to channel that energy. So I'm really happy. Yeah, for you but about if, that.
1: I don't know. What are you doing next week? Maybe next week you will be able to. Or.
0: Yeah, next week I'll probably be able to. You know, it's coming up on my birthday week, yeah, my birthday
1: month. That's everywhere. exciting. So, any specific yeah, so, plans yet, or, or are you just gonna kind of let me know?
0: Yeah, I'm. Mean, let's like play it by ear. Uh, I don't okay, really know that's, what's going to be happening, but I definitely think that like. Mark, it's in the calendar like I'm writing it right now. Like you hear this with so this the keyboard. Next Wednesday
1: mm-hmm. meet up meetup
0: in the Google Cal. I can send you an invite and it'll happen.
1: Okay. Thank I you mean, so much for I'm understanding that. You're but such a sweetie. I just we're gonna I'm gonna send you later just like me playing the steel drums. So I just want you to let you know that that's me. Expressing my anger and frustration in a healthy way, so I'm not angry okay. at you. I'm just going to make a lot of music for you, so just to let you know.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: great. All right, that's thanks, Alan. Thanks I'm for calling in. It. All thanks right. so much. Okay, bye. All right, everybody, uh, that's actually all the time we have for today. Um, I'd like to thank uh, everyone who um, uh, called in today. Everyone uh, who um, has been helping with the show a special uh, shout out to um, Olivia who's been um, uh, not only commenting but um, Olivia Grayson is this is not the, not the name I know. I wonder if it's the same person she helped with should uh, help with the theme music today it's a, a beautiful tune. Um. Everybody, uh, tune in next week um, for more Cinnamon Toast Crunch presents Living It Up with Ben Hyde. Have a good week, everybody. Okay.